Welcome to RLF Radio, the only show that helps young baseball players and their parents prepare for high school athletics and beyond. Brought to you by the Ryan Lemon Foundation, with your host, Dick Owen, Guy Lemon. Welcome, everybody. Dick and I are here, and we are really fortunate to have with us today what I would describe as Mr. High School Sports here in Orange County. Anyone that's followed high school sports for the last 20 years, 25 years, will recognize this person. Uh, Steve Fryer. Steve, thank you for being here. Hey, it's good to be with you. Steve, as most of you will recognize, among other things, is the page two columnist in the Orange County Register and knows everything about every sport in high school. Oh, I wish that was true. But today we're, we're focused on baseball. And, you know, Steve, I just wondered, and I see that you started with uh, reporting high school sports back in 78. Do you remember, have any recollection of reporting any games that Ryan Lemon was involved in? Going uh, way back sure. in your memory? Well, you know, I remember in the early 90s, Ryan was at, uh, at Woodbridge High School, and he was uh, all Orange County outfielder for us and a heck of a hitter and a really good player. Was Vince Brown coaching? Vince that Brown team? was a coach yeah, of senior yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah, so I do remember some things, right? Yeah, like if I remember, I remember stuff like that, but I can't remember where my good. car keys are half the time, you know. But no, he was a he was a heck of a hitter, um, you know, outfielder, and uh, boy, that guy could spray it. Yeah, he was all county for us, man. That guy could swing it. Well, and I know that over the years since that, and we've we've talked about the basis of the formation of the foundation, and you've had an opportunity over the years to follow some of the things that the foundation has done. Could you get your reaction to some of the things the foundation has done, or if you had any interaction with coaches or players in regard? to some of the activities of the foundation over the last 20 years? Well, well, Guy, everybody in high school baseball, all the coaches know who you are and your great contribution to Orange County High School baseball, you know, running the tournaments and a lot of things people don't see that you've done, that you guys have done, you know, behind the scenes, probably helped out probably open up your wallet to a lot of programs, you know, here and there and, and help fundraise and keep things going. The, the quality of high school baseball here in Orange County is incredible. I mean, you just look up and down Major League Baseball rosters, and there's so many guys. I, does, does every team in Major League Baseball have an Orange County guy on it? It seems like it sometimes. Pretty close. You know, I'll Pretty go close. to a game and they say, oh, yeah, I covered that guy. Oh, yeah, I covered that guy. People go, really? You know, you know, yeah. A lot of the quality has to do with great folks like yourselves, Mr. Owens and Mr. Lemon, who who contribute to the to the high quality of uh, high school baseball here have here in Orange County. Facilities here are great. The athletics, you know, the athletic ability here is great. The support left and right is fantastic. We have the best fields around. I mean, my golly, some of these play like Windrow Park where the, the tournament is every year. Man, that, I love going to that place. Well, and you touched on a couple of things. There's probably the good lead-in, and maybe we'll have a scoop for the day. And as you talk about baseball, have you already determined who your preseason top 20 is? And can you share any of at least the number one or the top five teams that you think are going to be in the county this year? Well, golly gee, we got to start with Jay Sarah. You know, they got Royce Lewis coming back, who's well, ranked number two prospect in the whole United States. Fantastic right. third base and can hit. Uh, he's going to be great. Uh, El Toro should be really good this year. Uh, you know, kind of on the youngest side last year. I think they got a plethora of pitchers coming back. Uh, they should be solid, uh, solid as well. Um, Santa Margarita, you know, might be might be in there somewhere. Los Al's always got guys. I think we're going to see a good good season from Edison High School as well. Foothill, you know, Coach Vince Brown, our old buddy there, he's got it going on. They should be really good. You know, it's kind of early. I'm a, I'm a little bit involved in basketball right now. You know, as you can imagine. <laughs> My gosh, we got, you know, there's about 80 high schools in Orange County, and about every one of them has a basketball team. You know, because all you need is five or six guys. 
And uh, you can have basketball teams. So there's so many little basketball schools. So kind of knee-deep into that. You know, it should be a pretty fun baseball year. We got had some interesting off-season things. You know, a coaching change at Marina that just happened rather recently. That's been a pretty good program for a lot of years. And for them to all of a sudden have a little turmoil and have to have to change coaches all of a sudden, you know, that's kind of a tough one out there, too. Modern day, they should be a little bit better. You know, we've used to, we used to hearing that name way up high. But, you know, they've been down a little bit in that league. I think Jay Sarah has been really good. Orange Lutheran, talking about another Trinity League team, they should be rock solid as well. Woodbridge had a wonderful year last year, and I think that uh, that Coach uh, uh, Tim Murray has some guys coming back over there. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of teams. Man, I, I, I'll start getting the surveys coming in here the next few weeks. I'll get a better handle on it. Surveys, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Do you have, tell me about that process. The things that we do to get ready for the season, that I do to get ready for the season, uh, we used to have to mail them out all the time. These empty surveys, coaches would fill them out and mail them back. Now they download them, scan them, whatever, print them back, and just email it back. It's much nicer. The, hand, the typing is better than some of these coaches' handwriting. Trust me. <laughs> some of these guys got the worst handwriting going. And so I get those back, and I also look at all league teams. And we're talking about the preseason top 20, top 25. Those are the things that I look at. All league teams from last year. See Kids coming, are coming back, back. You betcha. And those surveys. And the more more complete a survey is the better off I, better off it is so uh so look forward to that now the tough thing to always keep up with who's transferred you know like somebody who was all league at, at smith high last year he may be at jones high for his senior year so keeping up on the transfers is kind of a tough thing a little more transferring going on than there was probably when when with the three of us right were, exactly were in high school athletics uh you know, it's a big grass is greener on the other side sort of mentality going on out there you know uh, i think that if you're really good, you don't need to go to an upper echelon school. They, they're, the coaches are good. They're going to know you. And besides, how many guys get drafted out and, and, co- and scout out a travel ball these days? It's not always, you know, high school's not necessarily where it's all where it's all at in terms of the recruiting world. Do you do you pick your top twenty then when you get your survey back? Yeah, that's how you figure out. Yeah, who's look at those surveys. I examine them and I talk to a lot of guys, and there are. Some coaches that, that are my go-to guys, those are guys who are really plugged in. They know the whole Orange County scene, whether it be there's a couple guys in football that, that I know are really good. Right. Basketball's got a couple guys who know who's good, who's coming, who's going. And there's a few people in, in baseball that are my go-to guys. They're always plugged in. They know what's going on. And they're straight shooters. I'd rather – and if I talk to a coach at Jones High – I won't be asking him so much about Jones High players. I'll ask him to be asking about Smith High players because he's going to be a little more objective talking about the other teams. And when I pick the All Orange County team, I'm not going to ask you about the player on your team, Coach Lemon. I'm going to ask Coach Lemon what you think about the guy who was on Coach Owen's team because I'm going to get a straighter answer about his guys than you're going to say about yourselves. Well, in fact, you've touched on so many different subjects. One, in, in regards to that, how many different writers are there underneath you that cover high school baseball? I mean, I know there are other sports, but just as it relates to high school baseball, how many different reporters do you participate with? Well, there's a lot of guys who are the Steve Friars of 1978 who don't have a full-time job. They're still going to college like I was in 1978 at Cal State Fulton when I was first as a stringer, as we called it in those days, at, uh, at the Orange County Register uh, when I was a young lad, Santa Ana Register in those days, really. And uh, so there's a lot of guys like me who we use. They're hungry young guys trying to get a foot in the door in the business and we'll send them out to cover games i'll pick out a game what i think is the best game of the day matchup i want to see maybe it's a team i haven't seen yet for example i'm going to a basketball game here uh, after uh, later on this evening it's not a really good game it's not a good matchup but there's a team i gotta see because if i pick an all orange county team 
I got to see a lot of guys. So I need to get out there and see them. So we have a couple of three guys. It, you know, if the if the budget's good, we're having a good day, everything's fine, we might staff three or four baseball games on a given day at the most. Sometimes it's only one, sometimes it's two, but if it's a good day, it's four. When picking your, your all-county all, uh, team, yeah. is that just you or do you have other people that give you input? I that? ask for input, but it's, a, but it's a lot like how I am in my marriage. I, I, I don't get oh, listened to Let's not to get too personal now. <laughs> I don't get... I, I'm not. I'm not. You know, it's like it's like my wife. She listens to me, but really doesn't follow my advice. So I do that with a lot of people. You know, when they give me their input on the all county team, but it's definitely me, and I'm going to get blamed for it no matter what. You know, you can't win. Uh, yeah, with, like the all like the all county football team, for example, very different. We have a lot of guys in there because a lot of guys are seeing football. But you know, I, I get outvoted all the time. Again, like being married, I get voted all the, voted all the time. But. They're going to blame me anyway. It's Friars All-County team. So what the heck, I'm going to go ahead and make the final decisions. <laughs> In regards to that, both as to preseason, during the season, as you look at players and all the collective process that you go about reporting and yeah. as you rely on your sources, and we don't want you to divulge your secret sources, do you communicate much with uh, the college guys, coaches, recruiters, or professional scouts? Is that also a, a segment of your source of information? If I don't, I don't really reach out to those guys too much, but I'm sitting next to a scout I might ask. Ask them but I'll tell you something. Scouts never tell you anything because they don't want to tip their hand. They don't want to say, you know, well, you know, I know who they're out there looking at. And sometimes I'll ask them maybe what, you know, a guy shot on his radar gun, you know, what it shows on a, on a picture on his radar gun. But but the college guys, not too much. And let me tell you, if they're recruiting guys, they're going to be really careful what they say because, you know, there's all kinds of NC2A rules about what you can say, about, you know, expressing who you're interested in seeing, all those recruiting windows and things like that. Those guys are really careful, and I'd hate to be the guy to get somebody in trouble or something like that. But, um, you know, yeah, I, I use as many sources as I can. I do talk to... Uh, some college coaches, especially the JC coaches, are really good. The community colleges coaches around here, they know everybody. They know the, the second string third baseman at some five, team that's playing 500 ball. They know them all. So the community college guys around here are really good. And I got a, and a little plug for community college baseball around Orange County. High level, great coaching. I think so many young people, when, they, when they're looking at what they're going to do after high school, they go sign with an East Idaho Tech. They go out there. They're miserable. They come back. They bounce back because they call them a bounce-back kid, as, as the phrase goes. And they're back playing at Orange Coast College, Golden West, Saddleback, Cypress, Santa Ana, something. And they probably should have made that decision right out of, right out of, uh, out of high school. Well, you know, that, that brings up a really good point, and I was going to do this a little bit later, but you've touched on a couple of things from your perspective, both as a parent, as a player many years ago, um, and all the different people that you see, coaches, players, and, and parents, if you had to make a recommendation or two to a player, say a guy that's playing right now and one graduating, any thoughts you would have both as a dad, as a consumer, but just as you see it, recommendations that to have a good right. season, to have a good you know, post-high school thing, thoughts that you might have to share with a player? Keep on your grades. Keep on your grades. Don't overdo it. Go ahead and play another sport. It's all right. You know, you're going to be okay. I mean, there's uh, a couple years ago I was inducted in the uh, Santa Sports uh, Public School Hall of Fame. Pretty fun. Guy who was there was Gary Templeton. And Gary, everybody, a lot of people know Gary Templeton's baseball guy. Padres, St. Louis Cardinals led the National League in base hits one year. Fantastic player. He played. He was in track and field. At the same time, he was doing baseball and was also a heck of a wide receiver at Santa Ana Valley High School, just a little ways from here. There was a lot of really great guys who played multiple sports and, and were still 
Still did fantastic, you know. So play a lot of sports. Have a lot of fun. Don't specialize. Don't specialize. But it's really hard not to specialize because there's always that coach or somebody who's hinting rather strongly, hey, if you're not here in May or June or March or whatever the offseason might be, if you're not here, Johnny's going to be here. And he may pass you up on the depth chart. So just think of that when you're playing basketball. And that's a that's a tough thing. Now the coach maybe telling the truth, but still, man, that's kind of a tough thing. And as far as parents go, yeah, that's a, that's just relax a little bit, let the kids have fun. You know, the worst thing about and, and baseball parents might be the worst. They really are. First of all, they're toughest on the umps because they're really close to the umpire. And everybody was assistant coach and his son's t-ball team thinks he can manage the Angels or Dodgers. They all know. Everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, and they're 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 the worst. All all you know you know I have a I have a saying that uh, high school parents are just little league parents on steroids. That's very true. Very very true. So, and, you know, and just take it easy, have fun, let the coaches coach, let the kids play, and uh, know that uh, that your that your influence ends at that. Chainly, that cyclone fence that goes between you and the dugout in the field. And to that, to that end, Steve, what happens? What do you think is going on with the travel ball, with especially in baseball? We've got AAU and basketball and those yeah. kind of things, but in baseball, it's become travel ball, and they start at eight years old, and the parents mm-hmm. think they're going to be, you know, signing with the Angels next week, yeah. and, and the expectations are, are crazy. So by the time they get to high school, a lot of them drop out these days, yeah. and some of them, they, you know. Just don't know what to do. What, yeah, do you, what do you see? Hey, there's a lot of delusional parents out there. And and there was a chart that I saw rather recently. <clears throat> Folks can look it up. I think it's uh, like it's something to do with the NC2A and how it, how you project. The percentage of high school kids who get a NC2A Division One deal is so minuscule. You know, all that money that, that you spent on, you know, private hitting, private coat, private pitching, all these other things, all these private lessons that people spend money on. Man, you might have been better off spending that money on a tutor to work on your math, your English skills, your writing skills, stuff like that, and got the grades up and getting to college that way. You know, you know, and there's all this, oh, chase your dream and go after your dream. Yeah, sure. And every person who makes it has that dream. Some of them overshoot what you think they're going to be. There's all kinds of, there's a couple guys who made it that I didn't think were going to make it. And then there's a couple of guys I thought were sure things didn't make it too, you know. But uh, so, so you never know how it's going to be. You know, just recently, uh, Danny Espinosa uh, just got uh, traded to the Angels. Right. right. Play second base for the Angels. Grew up down my street, so I've known Danny a long time. His senior year at modern day, he batted 222. And I thought, well, you know. He went to Long Beach <laughs> State, got better, and all of a sudden, now he's making a lot of money playing pro ball. When he batted 222 as a senior, I, I, I was thinking, wow. He well, didn't make your all-county team? He did not make my all-county team. He, he was a really good, he's still a really good buddy, you know, and all that. And But didn't make the all-county team. I couldn't twist that one around for him. You know, <laughs> I love the kid. But, um, uh, you know, everybody should just kind of relax a little bit. Uh, but college is so so expensive nowadays. Yes, yeah, $50,000 these crazy days. Expensive. Yeah, it's crazy. So the drive for a scholarship is based a lot on that money. If you can get a a free ride to college. Sure, I understand the hunger for it and all that. You know, I, co- I coached, I, uh, my son played college sports. My daughter played club volleyball and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I can see it. And I, I was, I was in that lane for a while. But, uh, man, everybody just needs to relax a whole heck of a lot. Well, the baseball in particular, I mean, especially in D1 and that, I mean, it's only 11.9 scholarships for yes. for the kids. So you got 25 guys on the roster, 30 yep. guys on the roster. You get a quarter of a percent. 
and you know, so here's your books, but here's the other forty five thousand dollars you got to pay for school. So, and we do that in our next programs we're going upcoming. Just a little plug in there, but we'll be talking about that. Yeah. Well, you know, one thing is you've offered some sage advice tonight. I hope that any of our listeners will follow you, and I think that's the terminology that the millennial uh, crowd has, social media. Right. Um, what's, what's your social media presence, and how do they reach out to you or yeah. you to them in regards to social media? Well, unfortunately, I can't hide from them, man, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, and no, it's just twitter.com forward slash Steve Fryer. I just use my name. I don't use any crazy stuff. You know, so, so say that again so that everybody... Steve Fryer, just, you know, twitter.com forward slash Steve Fryer. You can just you can just search Steve Fryer in any Google thing. It'll bring up my Twitter feed, my Facebook feed, and and all kinds of crazy things. So, yeah, just S T E V E F R Y E R. That's how I spell my name. S T E V E F R Y E R. F is in Frank. And your columns I know run every Wednesday and Friday. Well, I do. Uh, I do a high school column that runs on Friday and sort of an all sports everything column on Wednesday. It's like an Alan Malamud column. Nobody writes notes columns anymore. Just, you know, <laughs> you know, three sentences on one subject, on to the next, on to the next. Nobody does that anymore. And I'm a guy with a short attention span, and I know there's a lot of guys out there like that. So I think of that switch around. Some of these long, you know, wonderfully written 25-inch pieces on one subject, that's awesome. I wish I could write that well and do that. But you know, I'm just moving around and trying to find a bunch of stuff and keep people interested. Well, I don't want to blow smoke at you, but I know I enjoy your style because well, it does hit a lot of topics and yeah, you I get try to, to it fast and, and you know where to go and follow it up. And then the other one on the social media Yeah, I'm not side, a deep thinker, so it, it fits my style. Uh, <laughs> Facebook. Do you also have a Facebook? Yeah, Facebook. You, again, Steve Fryer. Just, you can just go into Facebook and, and enter my name, S-T-E-V-E-F-R-Y-E-R, and, and I'm easily found. And you can be friended, and they can friend you. And I have friended many people and defriended a few people or unfriended <laughs> them or disfriended a few, them. A few of those. Whatever it is. Just a few Yeah, of you those. get a couple of people that are too crazy, yeah. and, and uh, you know. I can't fact-check politics for people all day. I'm busy. Question for you, Steve. On where do you see, in particular, high school sports are changing dramatically yeah. with a lot of different inputs in there. Baseball, in particular, uh, where do you see that in five years? Are we still going to see high school teams? you think that's going to change? Is other leagues going to come in instead? I mean, do you think that we're going to see five, ten years from now high school sports as we yeah. know it today? You know what's interesting? Not so much in baseball. I mean, we're, you're getting uh, there was a, a really good baseball player last year, and I forget what school it was. He didn't play high school baseball, and he played travel ball all during the whole uh, off season. Right during the whole season, uh, you know, March to to June. Uh, there was a guy who did that, a Jay Sarah guy. Now that I think about it, right. uh, I think it was Jack Owen, maybe really good player i think that's who did that uh and then uh in aquatics water polo there's a lot of people who are in tennis people are on national teams or they're going to play in the in the junior circuit in tennis there's a lot of kids who are, aren't playing for their high school team he's the best tennis player at his school soccer too yeah soccer, soccer too that the u.s u.s program right. uh there's been a few sports like that there's some growth going that way that maybe pulling some of the top kids out of the high school high school realm. Now there's a few high schools that uh, a few high school kids that they kept playing. Stevie Johnson, who's played at Wimbledon, played the French Open, Australia, all that stuff. Orange High School guy of all places, great tennis player at Orange High School, and he's one of the top you know 20 or whatever U.S. singles players, and 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 has done very well in the double circuit. One last question I've got. Um, rule changes. I, I know you're a reporter of yeah. sporting events. Have you followed some of the high school 
rule changes we know of. A couple of key ones. Are you familiar with big that? one? Big one came out today on the uh, at the CF Southern Section Council meeting. Pitch counts. Yeah. The limitation yep. on pitchers has always been 30 outs per week, not 10 innings, but it's 30 outs per week per calendar week, Monday to Sunday. But nobody plays Sunday, Monday to Saturday, right? So now it's pitch counts. You're going to have to monitor pitch counts. And there's a formula for it sort of like uh, if you have pitched 76 pitches or more in a game, you can't pitch again until you've had three days rest. And the numbers are, are just fresh in my mind. But it's 110 pitches a week. In addition to the 30 out a week limitation, there's a replacement, just in addition to. So Hopefully there's a lot of. be restricted in either yeah, way. Yeah, and yeah. Bo- and you got to chart it yourself, and, and <laughs> both sides are going to, you know, if there's a game between Irvine and Woodbridge, both coaches got to check it out. They're both going to be charting their own pitches, and I'm charting his pitches, he charted mine. If there's a discrepancy, the home book. That's the one that you're going to go with. Umpires got to check it out. Are you in agreement? You're in agreement? Okay, let's go. Let's play. Might make games a little bit longer. Umpires didn't want to do this. They didn't want to be involved in pitch counts. But somebody said, no, you've got, what are you going to do? Like, all of a sudden, you know, ignore some rules and observe others? No, you got to go. Well, I suspect in your articles that'll probably be something you'll bring up to just make yeah. as many people aware of it as yeah, that's possible. Yeah, and that's what I do. I think I'm, I try and be a pretty good conduit between the CIF Southern Section, the governing body of high school sports here in Orange County and much of Southern California. Try and be a good conduit between them, the teams, let people know what's going on, you know, and and try and uh, really be part of the community in a in an objective manner. And and part of the pitch counts, it's going to be it's going to be interesting this year. To hey, see you know exactly what? what happens. High schools is not the problem with pitch counts, fellas. No. It's, it's the travel, travel balls, balls exactly where right. the pitch counts are, and the parents who don't care, yep. who are who are letting their kids go out there and blow out their arms a little bit too much. You know, that, one last question and then an observation. Talking about travel ball, it seems to me as a paper, other than when teams make World Series, Little League World Series, or a Connie Mack World Series teams. Uh, the papers don't cover travel ball. There must be a conscious thought behind that. Yeah, you know, it's hard enough to to give coverage to the high schools. It really given twenty two sports throughout the oh year. Oh my golly gee, yeah, because you know, spring especially, you got two boys and girls swimming. You got track and field. You got baseball. You got softball. You got boys tennis. You got boys volleyball. It's too much. We can't. In my mind, we don't adequately enough cover that. And we go over to trying to find room for travel ball teams and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if you notice, your papers, newspapers aren't getting bigger, and our budgets aren't getting bigger either. My kids are 28 and 30. They're never going to get a home subscription to a newspaper. We lost them. So, yeah. so you know, we've got to really use our finances, our budget, our resources really, really fine. And, and all that stuff off-season? Hey, I need vacation, guys. I can't be covering travel ball, too. You know, I, I need my time away. Need a little time. Well, yeah. that probably brings up the one last thought. Okay, I'm an individual. I want to track your reporting and the sure. reporting of the register in high school sports. If yeah. I don't get the paper, how do I do that? Well, ocvarsity.com, uh, pretty simple, ocvarsity.com, ocvarsity.com. We cover it all there pretty good. There's more stuff on there than there will be in the paper. Like if I write a column... I might have 20 inches of space, newsprint space, column space in the newspaper. But online, eh, it's infinite. I can write 40 inches online. And so there's a lot of stories and stuff I write that of a more complete – it's kind of like think of a director's cut almost in a movie, right? It's like three hours instead of the two hours you could, you could put in the theater. I can put a lot of more stuff online. So a lot of my stuff is, will be online. There will be a more complete package of that. And there will be – Let's say we got four reporters out at games today, but we can only put 
two of their reports in the paper because of space limitations. But those other two game stories, they're going to be at ocvarsity.com. The website is a, is a great, uh, great presence for us, a great tool for us, and it's very popular with the readership. We have videos on there, all kinds of cool slideshows of games. There's tons of stuff. Breaking news is always at OC Varsity. I mean, every day something big's happening. Something that, you know, coaching changes. Kids signed a letter of intent. Somebody committed. That is always flying on OCVarsity.com all day long. OCVarsity.com. That's us. And the Orange County Register and Steve Fryer. Yeah. Steve, I, you know, for anybody, and I don't know how often you get uh, appreciated, but I can tell Not you. Not enough, I'll tell you that. There you go. <laughs> having Take been a, a resident, paycheck. Having been a resident of Orange County for 40 years, sincerely, you are the glue that connects all of high school athletics. Um, in this nice. county, you know, the LA Times does a whole different, they don't do that. You, you, on behalf of the register, have done it and have become a bastion of high school sports here in Orange County and now keeping connected with the electronic versions through your Twitter and your Facebook account and ocvarsity.com. You really do create the glue that bring all 80 high schools together in a really enjoyable way. So on behalf of everyone, coaches, players, parents, grandparents, Thank you for what you do. Well, thanks. And thank you for a, being here. I, th- thanks. I have a great job. It beats working for a living. <laughs> exactly right. Thank you all for uh, listening and tune in again next week. Thanks again to our guest, Steve Fryer. Read his weekly high school sports column at the Orange County Register and online at ocvarsity.com. On behalf of Dick Owens, this is Guy Lemon of RLF Radio reminding you to keep swinging for the fences.